On today's episode of Let Us Judge You, we will be covering the Golden State Killer. Hey guys, I'm Paula. Hey, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And welcome to Let Us Judge You. Um, like Megan said, today we're going to be covering the Golden State Killer. And just um, as a, oh, I was going to say, and just as a recap, this is a true crime review podcast where we pick out three different pods um, on one case, and then we judge them and let you know what we think is best, worst, and more worse. Yep, or more best, something like that. Our scale is three gavels. One is not so good. Three is fantastic. I yeah. to pull out my paper so I can do my math. Uh, obviously. We got Ashley's average. Since there's three of us, and we very rarely pick the same rating, especially because we do decimals. So. Yeah. You guys make it hard. We just want to keep your brain, you know, young. Trying, yeah, keep you on top keep of it. Active. it. Alrighty. Do you want to do the summary first, or do we want to do the pods first? Why don't you do the pods first? Because this summary is pretty long Lengthy. because he was very awful. Well, well, he was awful, and he was active for a really long time, and then yeah, he would go was. dormant, and then he would be active again, and yeah. So, okay. Uh, the three podcasts that we are covering today um, are Generation Y, The Monsters of History, and Hashtag History. Generation Y is hosted by Aaron and Justin. This episode of theirs is 46 minutes long, and they currently have 432 episodes for their podcast. They are still current as well. So The Monsters of History is hosted by Christian, and this episode is 18 minutes long. They have 38 episodes, and their last posted was March of 2022. And the last one is Hashtag History. This is hosted by Rachel and Leah. And these are two episodes, actually. So we had two episodes. One was covering the story. One was an interview um, with somebody that was involved in the case. And so the first episode is one hour and 16 minutes, and then the second is 29 minutes. And... They have 146 episodes and are still current as of today. So those are our pods. I'm really excited to talk about them. There's some good ones in there. Yeah, there was. Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. um, is an American serial killer, serial rapist, burglar, and former police officer who committed at least 13 murders, 51 rapes, and 120 burglaries across California between 1974 and 1986. He is responsible for at least three separate crime sprees throughout the state, each of which spawned a different nickname uh, in the press before it became evident that they were committed by the same person. In the San Joaquin Valley, D'Angelo was known as the Vasalia Ransacker before moving to the Sacramento area, where he became known as the East Area Rapist and was linked by the M.O. to additional attacks in Stockton, Modesto, and Contra Costa County. Uh, D'Angelo committed serial murders in Santa, ba- Santa Barbara, Ventura, and Orange Counties, where he is known as the Night Stalker, Night Stalker and later the original Night Stalker, owing the former moniker to serial killer Richard Ramirez also being called the Night Stalker. He is believed to have taunted and threatened both victims and police in obscene phone calls and possibly written communications. 
During the decades-long investigation, several suspects were cleared through DNA evidence, alibis, or other investigative methods. In 2001, after DNA testing indicated that the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker were the same person, they com combined the acronym EROS came into use. The case was a factor in the establishment of California's DNA database, which collects DNA from all accused and convicted felons in California and has been on and has been called second only to Virginia's ineffectiveness in solving cold cases. To heighten awareness of the case, crime writer Michelle McNamara coined the name Golden State Killer in early 2013. Um, on June 15, 2016, the Federal Bureau of Investigations and local law enforcement agencies held a news conference to announce a renewed nationwide effort offering $50,000 reward for the Golden State Killer's capture. On April 24, 2018, the state of California charged 72-year-old D'Angelo with eight counts of first-degree murder based upon DNA evidence, and investigators had identified members of D'Angelo's family through forensic ge genetic genealogy. This was also the first announcement connecting the Vasilia Ransacker crimes to D'Angelo. Owing to California's statute of limitations on pre-2017 rape cases, D'Angelo could not be charged with the 1970 rapes, but he was charged in 2018 with 13 related kidnapping and abduction attempts. On June 29, 2020, D'Angelo pled guilty to multiple counts of murder and kidnapping, and as part of a plea, bar plea bargain that spared him the death penalty, D'Angelo also admitted to numerous crimes with which he had not been formally charged, including rapes. On July, or excuse me, on August 21, 2020, D'Angelo was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Oofta. Well, that was a long one, but it was what he was active for like 12 years or something like that. Um, from 76 to 86. So 10 years. Yeah. But he was still calling his victims up until the 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I just... Ugh. Gross. Like, I'm honestly surprised that he apologized. He didn't mean it, though. You could tell he didn't mean it. I don't know. Like, in the documentary, he's like, I'm truly sorry. And that was it. And it's like, it yeah. just didn't even seem sincere. And I feel like I think one of our podcasts said the fact that he was calling his victims up until... Like, I think it was 2020... Or 2001, he called his victim. Mm -hmm. And that was in Generation Y, which we can start with. Yeah. They said, because he called her the day after they connected all three of the crimes together. Mm -hmm. The Vesalia Ransacker, East Area Rapist, and the original Night Stalker connected all of them to the same person. Or that it was the same person the next day he called her. And it's like, the fact that you were calling them and still torturing them doesn't show that you were... Sorry at all. Like, you thrive off of it. So, anyways, let's start with Generation Y. Yeah, so this one um, was an interview. Um, um, they were interviewing Mike Morford, who is from Criminology Podcast, which I'll have to check that out because it sounds legit and yeah, it does. Um, very informational. But this was, if I remember right, it was an episode that was happening um, right after the capture of... Hey. 
I think at one point they made it sound like it was the day after they arrested him. I think it was, actually, now that I remember. I looked at their podcast, published it, and I was like, geez, that was fast. Yeah, but they said the second, the whole second season of Criminology covered the Golden State Killer, so he must have gone into great detail about everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which there was a lot of it, so. Yeah, 10 years of crimes, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah, I... I did like this one. I mean, it was an interview, so it didn't go into as many details. Like, it didn't go into, like, a deep dive or anything like that. But it was still very interesting. And yeah. I was going to say, and just like all the other ones, they brought up Michelle McMan- McNamara's book um, yeah. and her impacts on it. And That sucks, man, that she, like, died right before. It was like years. A- was it years? I thought it was like a month or something like that. Or no, maybe it was her book came out right before. Maybe her that's what I'm thinking. Book came out two months before. I think he got caught. So it was two years later. If I remember this from one of the podcasts. It was two years and two months after she passed away that he got caught. So it was two years later. Her book published. Two months later, he got caught. Yeah, if I remember right. Which still sucks because I mean she did oh, a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. Well, and they said right before she died. Like everybody knew, including her, they were, she was about to find out who it was. Mm-hmm. She was so close. And it's like, I mean, I'm sure she knows now wherever she's at, but yeah. And I think it's pretty neat that um, they still, pu- they probably, they finished her book for her. Yeah. Pat and Oswald husband. was yeah. like, I have to. Yeah. Her so. poor husband. He was so supportive. Yeah. Um, I was just looking through. Some of my notes here, and I thought that was interesting that he sounded younger. And I honestly didn't know a lot about this case at all before mm-hmm. before watching the documentary that we have um, on as our as our sources, which we'll link in the description of the episode. But I learned a lot from the documentary and then the articles and listening to these podcasts. Um, but yeah, sounding that he was younger, like in his twenties, because he was pretty soft spoken but yet growling through his... Uh, it just sounds so creepy. When um, you listen to those phone calls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm. what does he say? I'm going to kill you? Yeah, like, one of them, he says, I'm going to kill you, bitch. Yeah. I mean, was, those those are terrifying. And I think it was hashtag history. They said he called one. It might have been the one he did in 2001, and he said, like, do you remember how we used to play? And it's like, oh, yeah. Ugh. That gave me shivers. Yep. I know in this one, too, they talked about how everybody thought he was younger. But that guy goes, he goes, the only reason that a lot of, that he goes, you know, I don't know if it was him specifically, but he goes, the only reason he assumed that he wasn't younger is because no 20-year-old would have, like, the wherewithal to go through and meticulously plan out these crimes and, you know, like... You know, like stalk the victims almost basically, yeah, well, and like and check it's out the so places. creepy how he did it. How he would break into these houses before he attacked them, would plant, plant like things. the shoelaces or rope or whatever, take just minor things, just enough to have them be like, yeah, that wasn't. This is weird. And he would like take pictures and stuff before he attacked them. It's like, oh, yeah, he was a uh, not a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he was a police officer is even scarier. And he was in the military. Not that that stopped anybody, but that's scary too. Yeah. Um, 
this podcast, though, I think with the interview and everything with the information, like you said, it was kind of high level. Uh, but I think it gave enough details to understand the story and like how how things progressed. Um, yeah, well, and it's an interview, so I didn't really expect it to yeah. go into a lot of detail. Right. right. Yeah. So. I did find it interesting. It was this podcast. I was trying to look at my notes. How they said that when he would attack a house, three or four of the neighbors would say they had gotten calls mm-hmm. to. So it's like he wasn't just stalking one house. He was stalking like a neighborhood and then just picked a house. Was this the podcast too where they talked about how they knew that he wasn't very like strong because he would have like the women tie up the men so he wouldn't have to get close to them? Yeah. Yeah, it was just I I don't think it was that he wasn't strong. It was just he, he didn't knew want he to was outnumbered. Yeah, because yeah. it does say like if he when he attacked just a lone female, he used a knife. Mm-hmm. But then when he attacked yep. the couples, he used a gun. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, that was I interesting. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, that was this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Um, one thing too. I mean, I think I, all of them mentioned this. Well, maybe not the second one that we listened to, but that his um. He was, the reason why he was let go from law enforcement was for shoplifting. One of the things that he would get is dog repellent. It's like, well, why would you need dog repellent? You're breaking yeah. into places. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're yeah, not a mailman. <laughs> yeah, he used, and they didn't cover it, but I know I've heard it in other podcasts I've listened to that he would use dog repellent so it wouldn't alert the dogs, mm-hmm. like neighbors' dogs or anything like that. Because I think he specifically picked houses that didn't have dogs too. That but then sense. he would use the repellent because then the neighbor's dogs wouldn't start barking at him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one, I guess, since it was an interview and it was kind of high level, it was still, you know, 46 minutes. Um, it well, was pretty, I don't know, I I, I liked it. I mean, it did we decent. talk, though, like, I don't know if that was off camera where we talked about how, or off whatever the fuck. Anyway. Where we talked about how they had, like, immediately came out with this. Yeah. Like, right after. Yeah, I think we had said this. Yeah. On, so, I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of interesting, too, how it was just, like, yeah, because I very know timely. He had said, too, that he has it on good authority, but it wasn't confirmed that they were going to link the Vesalia Ransacker cases to him also. Mm-hmm. And then our other podcast, they had. But, so, yep. it's like, this was right after they arrested him where they hadn't linked those to him yet. Mm-hmm. But it does make sense. Like, I didn't think about it. It does make sense because I think he had said it in this one. It sh- it shows that progression. Mm-hmm. Like, the ransacker just breaking in and taking things. And then the East Area Rapist, he started raping women, leaving them. And then the original Night Stalker, he started killing. Mm-hmm. So it shows the progression. Yeah, and they say that, you know... You know, the longer they're they're left to their own devices, they will escalate. Yeah. You got to kind of stop them before they get to that point. It's just scary how long. Yeah. He went without getting caught. And even like they said. What? He only had like one. He had a break of like three years and he's got three kids. Yeah. And I do. I do remember hearing in some podcast. I think it was about this case. He had a like a spot in there, like you said, of like three years and they couldn't figure out why he stopped for that time. But 
that was the time his niece and sister moved in with him or something mm-hmm. like that. And so he had stopped and then they moved out and he started up again. Well, because none of these podcasts talked about didn't, that. Didn't, and I know the podcast didn't talk about it, but didn't when he got caught, wasn't his like another niece living with him at the time? I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember that either. Yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was morbid was when they covered it. They had said that like his he had a niece living with him and that's why he stopped. They think that's why he stopped for a while. Well the fact that he had three daughters. So that's just up. disgusting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and one of the podcasts say too, like when one of these ladies got a call after he had attacked her. She said she could hear women and children in the yeah, background, oh, and it's like so fucked. You like obviously it's messed up that he makes these calls anyways, but it's like you're doing it with your, your family wife, home. Yeah, your right. wife and kids are like up and awake and doing things in the house, and you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna step away. I just gotta make a quick phone call. What a creep. Oh, well, because I think this is the one too where they said that he would talk to some of the victims. Like, what was the name of the person? Bonnie. Bonnie. Bonnie didn't yeah. want him to do it. And yeah, Bonnie doesn't like when I do this. Because he sobbed. Yeah. He sobbed while he said it. And they said that Bonnie was actually the name of somebody that he was... He was engaged to her, and then yeah. she broke it off. Mm-hmm. 1970. Yeah. So. Yeah. They said, though, too, they're not sure if it was, like, if it was sincere or even serious, because... You know, I mean, yeah, he, well, he obviously had no fucking conscience. Yeah, well, and this podcast obviously didn't talk about any of the trial because it was just after he got arrested. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one of the things I think I noted, too, since it was so soon after um, and they didn't like have a two part or anything that yeah. there's a lot of information that you would miss from the trials. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting stuff, though. I would give this one, I think I'm going to give it like a two because it was really good. It just, it doesn't cover the case itself much. Not, no, not a ton of details about it, but it was still a really good podcast. Well, and like you said too, I mean, we kind of went into it knowing that it was an interview based, you know, thing. And I don't, you know, I mean, you got to kind of give them. It did make me want to go and listen to Criminology. Because well, like I said, it's that whole second season. So it's like he had done a deep, deep dive. Well, the thing is, I'm not huge on the Golden State Killer. Like, that case doesn't really interest me. But it does say that they talk about the Zodiac Killer in their first mm-hmm. season. That's something that I would listen yeah, to. Because the Zodiac Killer is something that is a little... I mean, not that, I mean, not that any of these are like, oh my god, these are so interesting. I just want to learn more. But... Um, I would, I'm more interested in like the Zodiac killer yeah. and stuff like that. So, but I would, I'd give this one a two cause I thought they did a, a good job of, of what the information that they provided was yeah. all accurate. There wasn't yeah. any, and the other thing too is I liked when that guy said, he's like, I pulled from, you know, a reliable source. He obviously yeah. has people that he knows, which is great and fine, but it wasn't like, you know, I just found this on the internet, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Well, it's just like Michelle McNamara when she mm-hmm. got, they had said that she had worked so hard on this case that even detectives were giving her information. I was going to say they said that she had that a lot of- give the public. That she had a lot of insight because of the detectives and everything that she had worked with. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I give it 2.5. 
Or did I say two you or two? You said two. two. I'm two. actually going to give it 2.5 because I had it up. Actually, I had 2.75 initially, but then as we're talking about it, I'm like, well, I think 2.5 would suffice for me. It was good. It was a good one. Un momento. Do, 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 do. Ashley's average. She's doing the math and figuring it out. And I don't know what else to say because I'm not good at coming up with things to say on the fly. It's Ashley's average. You're supposed to be done by now. Sorry. It's, it's sorry. I was. <laughs> she didn't even take a breath. I was an idiot. Sorry. I was doing my math wrong. It is a uh, 2.1 is the average. Oh, I thought you were going to do a point one. Dang I it. I don't even know how. There, Megan <laughs> you just it scrape it across. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks for that little ditty there, Megan. Oh, you're welcome. I was really had hoping to, you'd had be to done. take a drink. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be done when I was like, Ashley's average. And then you'd be like, it's this. And I'm like, I don't know what else to say. This is Sorry. Uh, it was, the math was a little bit harder. I My brain is... I don't know, man. It's been a long week into a long month. Yeah. My brain is... Tell me about it. Hoofty. So... Samesies. I've been just drained in every sense of the word. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Financially. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I hate being a grown-up. Same. Don't do it. It's not, not all it's cracked up to be. No. Okay, anyways. Do we want to do uh, the Monsters of History? Yeah, the short 20-minute one. Yeah, so this one, yeah, it was like 18 <laughs> minutes, not even 20 minutes. And you know what? The funny thing is that I I think they actually had a lot of good points. Yeah, high did, level. Yeah. I was going to say, they hit everything. Yeah, And points. that was really impressive to do with that amount of time. I want to say this guy's voice. I think this was the guy that had, like, the, the real, like, soothing voice. Like, I could put I him so. on and listen to, like, a horror story and, like, yeah. fall asleep. Well, and one thing he did right at the beginning, he had kind of, he didn't say like it's going to not go in depth, but he had said like, we're doing this as a follow up to the last one they did, which I can't remember what it was. And the funny thing is I heard that and I tried looking for the previous one. I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find oh, really? his previous episodes. Oh, but he, otherwise I would have put it in. I with don't it. remember. Do you remember what he said it was? I, it did sound like he was saying it was a follow up, but that's why I looked to see and I couldn't find anything. So that's I why it was like shorter. It was one that we covered. Anyways, he said it was just kind of a follow up because he was caught with the familial DNA, and that's why he had brought it up. It's yeah. just because the last case was caught that way, and this one was caught that way. All right, so we looked it up. It he says it's a sequel kind of follow up to the Boston Strangler because he was caught with familial DNA as well as the Golden State Killer, and that's why he brought it up. So I think. He gave fair warning that it wasn't going to go into a lot of detail either. But yeah, he did still hit like the good points. Yeah, in 20 minutes, I mean, if you're looking for something that's going to just give you a basic overview, this is going to be it. I mean, I I, I got to give it props for hitting what it did in 18 minutes. Because yeah, sometimes, I mean, what was it the ones that we listened to like for the last one where they just talked yeah. for 20 minutes and didn't even get into the case? Oh, yeah. You know, in 18 minutes, this guy was like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, what well, you and need to he, know. Got, he got some background on it about, like, how his sister was raped. Mm-hmm. And he, None of the other him, podcasts mentioned himself that. and his family were all abused mm-hmm. by airmen. Airmen. 
Yeah, and then he listed all of the names of what he could have been called. Visalia Ransacker, you know, the East Side Rapist, East Bay, blah, blah, blah. The original Night Stalker. He had a lot. He went into the Statute of Limitations and what that meant. Yeah. Thankfully, because I, like, kind of knew, and he said that. I was like, oh. That would be educational for anybody listening to this that maybe doesn't know. Yeah. Well, like, a lot of that, a lot of that legal stuff, it's nice when podcasters do explain that because as much as I think I know the legal system, I don't. Yeah. Same. You know, and so like statute of limitations, you know, I could think it's one thing and actually realize that it's not. So, yeah, I thought it was a good point, too, that he brought up how this was obviously done in California. And even though it was across counties and whatever, all that stuff, but California has a death penalty, but that's not what they sought for him. He's 76 at the time of the recording, and then he said um, he might die before he's even sentenced with that penalty. Oh, yeah. So they wanted him to just rot, which yeah. well, he deserves it. And because when you get sentenced to death, you get you automatic on, appeals. Yeah, well, you sit on and death row for... They, well, and that's why, is because you get automatic appeal, and they do every single appeal that they can. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you sit on, they always sit on death row for so long is because you can't kill someone before their appeals are up. They have we to should do it like everything. we did back in the olden days. You're sentenced to death. Two weeks later, chop your head off. Out on the gallows. <laughs> Sometimes it wasn't even that. They were like, death, let's go out back right now. <laughs> we already got Lego. it set up for you, motherfucker. <laughs> no, but I mean, for an 18 minute long podcast, I. I I can't find, I mean, the thing too is I don't think he had any misinformation. No. Not that I found either. You know, and I mean, he hit what he needed to. Like I said, if you're looking for something easily digestible, quick, it's going to get to you. You good? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just making sure. Like, I was like, are you going to pass out? No, I'm good. I've done that before too, where it's like all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh God, I'm going down. So I just wanted to make sure. No, I just like got hit with like. You're really tired. And then I was like, did I drink coffee today? Six o'clock sleepies, except it's, it's two. Two o'clock. You but know, anyway. I can take a nap right now, too. So <laughs> I'm going to take a nap right here. <laughs> yep. Basically. But anyway, I, I liked it. I would I would give it a 2.5 for everything that it hit in the short amount of time that it hit it in. God, I gave the last one a two, so I feel like I can't give this one a two, but it was good. You like, can. I'll give it a two. Because it's still, like you guys said, it was for 20 minutes long, it gave good details a lot better than some of the other ones we've listened to. And since it was um, recorded and published in 22, he had more information on like the trials and stuff like that. So yeah, Um, I'm going to give it a two. I'll give it a two. So the average is the same as the other. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think this is a pretty easy one. Um, Ashley's average is 2.1. There you go. Scrape it. <laughs> like I said, this one was a, it was a no bullshit podcast. And if that's what you're, if that's what you like, it's definitely yeah, for yeah. you. I was, I was seriously impressed how they fit it into 18 minutes, mm-hmm. but like, that's like a drive to work kind of yeah. pod. Not like, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I saw 18 minutes on there and I'm like, this is going to be garbage. I, yeah. I thought something like, what the heck do you cover in 18 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with all the crimes he committed. I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Last but not least, hashtag history. Um, this one is the one that was hosted by the two girls. 
gals, ladies, the Rachel two girls. and Leah. I really liked. Sorry, I really liked this one. This one was so good. I thought it was really good. Um, I do like how they had the second episode too that they interviewed the detective. Yeah, um, I, I did put my notes. The second episode, it doesn't have a whole lot more on the case, but it is interesting. I liked the second part actually. Because they talk to that lady and it's wild how she's like, after she did this, she's like, I need to go back to homicide. And, yeah. the, and the, the chief she is like, kill. you understand that homicide is like death. She's like, yeah, but I can't do it anymore. Like, I can't. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. And she was one of the few female detectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why they put her on those cases because some of those guys were like, I can't do, like, they're like, I can't do child abuse. I can't do rapes. And yeah. so. Yeah, that was yeah, interesting. I, Good I like this one. They went into great detail, I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, they didn't get into, like, the gory details of the crimes he committed, but they still, like, they had good information on his life, like, that he had a. He dropped out of school, got his GED, and then after he served in Vietnam, after joining the Navy, he got his associate's degree in police science, a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and an internship with the Roseville Police Department, or mm-hmm. I think it was a police department, to further his police career. Like, Yeah, and then they talked about Bonnie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, went into a little bit more detail than the other ones, because I think this is I, this is the one. Um that talked about when she broke it off and they're like, oh, he illegally hunted animals and he, they talked about yeah. his illegally. addiction to sex yeah, and he, stuff. He was insatiable because it's like yeah. he would finish and wait a couple minutes and go again and then yeah. stop and go again and stop and go again. Yeah. And, but then they're like, and the one thing that put her over the edge was he wanted, he wanted her to cheat on an exam. And yeah, that's she, was she was like, like absolutely no, not. <laughs> I have to draw the line somewhere, and right. I will not cheat on an exam. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah. So and I, I did think that was funny that they also, I remember them talking about his second, well, his wife, not his second wife, uh, second person he was engaged to, but his wife, um, the mother of the children that he has. Sharon Huddle? Yes. Um, they were separated, but In it 19- wasn't until... Yeah, they separated in 1991, and she didn't file for divorce until, until he got arrested yeah. when he got in 2018. That's what I had the two hostess that were funny about that. You too. can like, the thing yeah. is though, like it's easier to get married than it is to get a divorce. Oh yeah. So I'm wondering if like she, they, they were both. Well, it. the thing is, like they were legally separated, so unless they wanted to get married again, it probably wasn't on their. Because I mean, what he was 70 something when he got caught. Yeah. So I mean, she's you know, I mean. Unless they want to get married again, it's probably not on the top of their list to get done. I really like, too, how, like, since it was the two girls, it seems like they, well, I think they did say they both um, researched different parts and kept adding to their Google Doc, but they kind of broke it up of the crimes he did as the Vesalia ransacker the crimes he committed as the East Area Rapist and the crimes he committed as the original Night Stalker. I had that split out in my notes that way too. Like I like how they split it up to all the different names that he was. Yeah, uh, well, and they did. Ransacker, like, yeah, Ransacker, original Night Stalker, Rapist. And they did the years that he was each. Yep, I like that. And like they called out, you know, like on September 11th, 75, 
uh, the 40 year old, 45 year old man house was broken and saw a masked man, blah, blah, blah. That was the one with the 16 year old daughter. Yeah. That he ended up killing the guy. Um, yeah. Cause that was, that was his first murder technically, but yep. it was his last crime as a Vasily ransack that they know of anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they had a lot of details. And I really like those two together. Like, they had good chemistry. I think they were obviously yeah. pretty good friends. Yeah, they but worked very well together. They, yeah, this flow was great. I didn't see any inconsistencies or misinformation either. I didn't either, no. That's actually pretty impressive for all three of the podcasts that we mm-hmm. covered. We didn't have anything that yeah. was like, hey, it's wrong. Um, yeah. Well, and they, I forgot too, they did... The Ransacker, the ECR Rapist, and Original Night Stalker, but they also did a section just on the phone calls. Because mm-hmm. that's where they, that's when they say, like, um, gosh, sorry. I'm reading my notes and, like, trying to speak at the same time. Yeah, he, uh, he whispered into the phone, I'm going to kill your husband. And she was attacked the next night in October of 76, March of 77. Um, he called the sheriff's office twice, claiming to be the East Side rapist. Laughed and hung up. Uh, the third call, he said the next victim was already stalked, and they were attacked hours later, December of seventy-seven. You're never gonna catch me, East Area rapist, you dumb fuckers. I'm gonna fucking fuck again or something. I assumed mm-hmm. fuck again. I think that's what they said. Yeah, it, that's what I remember. Yeah, fuck again tonight. Um. It was later released, and a victim was claimed that night. Uh, On December 9th, he called a previous victim and said, Merry Christmas, it's me. On the 10th, he called the authorities and said, I'm going to hit tonight on Watt Avenue. And so that's when they increased patrol, and they saw him, but he escaped. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that the one where he shot at the guy, the cop that he shot at? It might have been. I didn't, I didn't write that down, but it could have been. Um, he called a counseling service and said, I, I have a problem and I need help. I don't want to do this anymore. Taunted previous victims for months and decades. Um, called one victim and she thought it was a wrong number. And then on the second one, he said, I'm going to kill you, bitch. Called one lady at her work, Jesus. which that was fucking creepy. I did like how they kind of hypothesized hypothesized on that that maybe Denny's yeah that he didn't know she worked there but maybe went there with his family and saw her and then was like ooh now I have another way I can torment her how I was just thinking about that like if anything like this ever happened to me and then they contacted me at work you would never feel safe anywhere anywhere yeah oh um I should have mentioned at the beginning when we started talking about this episode or this yeah this episode um, the podcast I really, really liked because, you know, we always talk about, oh, their intro was 20 minutes or their intro was this before they got into the topic. Mm-hmm. They straight up said right away, hey, you know, oh, we okay. are going to have a little bit of an extended intro. They gave a timestamp of about 10 minutes. And if you're just here for the story, mm-hmm. but we're going to have intro. Like, I really yeah. like that because then, you know, if you're like, OK, I don't have time. I really want to just listen to the story. Mm-hmm. You can just hop into it. So I wish everybody did that. But. They made it seem so seamless. Soon. Yeah, I, I did make note of that. I did like that a lot. And I did note, too, um, they had some side talk throughout the case. 
but it was because they live in the area that the attacks were. And that's why they would have the side talk because they'd be like, I went to that school or my parents went to that school or my whole family went to that school and I work at this school and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, man, that would be real freaky. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if the other two, I think maybe one of them might have mentioned this, but when he referred to his alter ego as Jerry and he had told Jerry, like, he pushed him aside and that's why he stopped when he did or something like that. He got to push his alter ego aside. Which that, I I feel like. That was just a ploy to try and get off. Right. Well, and then this is the one where they talked about the video of him <laughs> doing like gymnastics in the freaking yeah, working out. jail cell but after he's acting yeah. all frail. I had to look up the videos because I was like, I, what is he doing? And I was like, geez. I'm like, yeah, because what? I know I had heard that before, but I did like how they talked about that, how he had to be like in, a, in wheelchair a wheelchair and yeah, all this stuff. He looked so talk. frail. But then... Even when he gave his statement of, like, I'm so sorry, he stood up no problem. Took his mask off. Yeah, took his mask off, didn't have any troubles. And it's like, you motherfucker. I hope someone punches you in the balls every day. I'm sure he gets a lot of... I'm sure he's probably solitary. I don't know. Who knows? He he probably is. Because they don't... Well, a lot of times they won't put people like that in gym pop because they will get killed. That's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. because I think they said... I think he raped a 13-year-old girl. Ooh. Ashley, um, I think you're too far away from the mic. Fuck me. Oh, Paula. Can I, okay, thanks. I just want to lean back. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm pretty... Well, they said his last... No, well, they said it was his youngest and last known victim was 18 years old, but that so was his, his youngest... I think that stalker. was his youngest murder victim. I'm pretty yes. sure... Maybe not 13, but I know at least 15... He raped a 15-year-old girl. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it was... I didn't have it in my notes for that one, but I want to say 14 might even be... It was somewhere somewhere between 13 and 15. Regardless, he's a freaking monster. It was 13. I just found it in my notes here from the documentary. Oh, yeah, because that was one of the survivors, I think, that talked, too, during the trials. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, and how sad was it? None of the podcasts covered it as much as the documentary did, but um, one of the one of the victims, Sherry Domingo, and her boyfriend Greg Sanchez, they were killed, and her daughter had run away just a little bit before that. that. And the last thing she said was, "Just get out of my life," and she very obviously regretted it. Yeah, but. You're a teenager, oh you don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that doesn't Well, I'm sure as a teenager, too, you're not like, well, I'm going to run away if my mom's going to get murdered and yeah. her boyfriend is also, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you don't think that far ahead in things. And yeah. There was a fact that there is a woman in Santa Barbara County that screamed so loud enough to wake up an FBI agent, which was a neighbor. Yeah. Her, she she screamed and woke up her neighbor, and he was an FBI agent, and he yeah. chased him for yeah, a while. Yeah, he did. He did. Yep. God, here's the thing: is that he had to have been fit, I and mean, he's clearly still fit when he's older. Like, did he just like work out all the time? Like, I don't. He get was it. a cop, and he was, and he was in the, the military. Navy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know people who are both of those that are not in shape. So, just yeah, but the the other thing too is, he I mean, stayed in shape. Well, I was gonna say the state. Like, if you're a cop in this state that we live in. You're not doing a lot of running. 
you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. not not in most. You still have to pass your PT. Though. Well, yeah, but not in most counties is what I'm saying. Well, because I think too, I, I none of these cases covered it, but I feel like I remember hearing from when I've listened to this case before. After he got fired as a cop, he was still a security guard or something too somewhere. I think I don't remember hearing that. You no. might have got that from other podcasts that yeah. you listened to before because I had I hadn't heard the story before, so that's yeah. why. I'm just going off of what we had in our sources in these podcasts. Yeah. So. I'm going to give this one a three. Same. I had rating as three in my notes, too. No pressure, Ashley. Oh, I'm not going to give it a three. You know how I am. I would Stingy. give it. I would give it a 2.5. I liked it. I thought it was good. But so we got. Oops, sorry, that was me. Ashley's average. She's doing the math and adding it up and dividing it to figure out what the average is. Ashley's average. The average is 2.8. That was still just as loud as the first. I was going to say <laughs> that might have that might have given everybody that it was a three, but so it was I want only it to be a three. I do too. I <laughs> like. Well, I'm rude. It was a good one. It was good. I liked those. So yeah, like we said, all of them were really good. I think it's kind of, what it was. Some other case we covered where we're like, eat, oh, it was Jack the Ripper, where we're like, if you want to know the details, do this one. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that. Like I think if you want to yeah. get a lot of the details, you're going to listen to hashtag history. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want just a quick overview, monsters of history, and then. Generation Y is kind of in between. Yeah, it's kind of in between. But it's, it's, a different, it's not like details. someone telling a story. It's more of an interview. See, I would I would probably listen to that criminology podcast. Yeah, the one that... Yeah. And then go and listen to that interview to kind of get... Because it was more of his take kind of on it, too. Mm-hmm. So, but it was really good. If you're interested in that kind of format, that would be the one to listen to. Yeah. Also, I was just going to mention, I noticed that this hashtag history was... Those two episodes were literally within the last month published. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was April of 2023. Mm. Both oh, of them are. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's probably the most recent, too. Um, it's the most detailed and the most recent that we reviewed. Um, the Generation Y with the interview with that criminology guy um, was from 2018. So, Which, like I said, it was right after he got yeah, arrested. So, so obviously they probably don't have as many. Unless they updated their episode on criminology. Um, you know how some people can go back and yeah. update I f- their episodes. I feel like they probably, if they did a whole season on it, they've had to have done updated episodes. Yeah, for sure. All right. So go on and give us a rate and review. Let us know what you're thinking. Do you guys know how to rate and review on Spotify? You just click on you our click the thing stars. and there's a five, there's a star. Right there's five stars. Oh, okay. That's all you get. Oh, okay. You can't do anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can follow us on all of our socials. We are Let Us Judge You Podcast on Facebook at L-U-J-Y Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can send us an email, L-U-J-Y Pod at gmail.com. Are and, you British now? I don't know. Did I say it? Did Twitter. I Twitter. I don't, I, don't, I don't Twitter. I don't tweet. I don't Twitter. 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 Is that everything? I think so. I think that's it. All right. Next time we'll cover uh, the Delphi oh, okay. murders. Yeah. Again, another case that's 
kind of been solved. Yeah, recently solved. Yes. It's, oh, well, it's still it's, open. It's still open, yeah. But they, you know what I'm saying. They've recently made leaps and bounds and progressions. Yes. yes. So, so, yeah. Till next time. Yes. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 Aye, aye, Captain. All right, here we go.